Get a roll. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in oh. once again to the Unofficial Therapy Podcast. This is Chris Kane. I got my girl Cece with me today. What's up, Cece? Hey. We were just talking about your edges and uh <laughs> 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 I just said I just did that to break the ice. They look fine. You know, the camera's far enough away that we can't. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But if I was up on you, I'd be like, yo, is it windy out? And you'd be like, what? And I'd be like, nothing. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, come on. I'd be like, don't, don't, don't worry about it. Um, so oh. thank, you, thank you for coming today. Um, we're here thank mostly you. to talk about what you got going on right now. And I like to empower people when I can with my limited but growing platform. So Absolutely. give us a little overview of what you've been working on, uh, what you're about to put out to the market. So we can kind of take it from there. Um, so I have started a natural hair care line. Um, oh. Right now I cater to locks. So that is my community. Um, so um, we're coming out with three products. Um, it's kind of more so geared towards the maintenance of locks. So when I started uh, my locks, um, there were not a lot of products that were geared towards people with locks. Um, so I kind of spent years like rummaging through forums and YouTube and Google trying to figure out what to do with my hair because I just didn't know. Like I really struggled. Um, and then after um, I think I, I think I just had a breaking point where I was just like, I've had enough of making homemade remedies. I've had enough. <laughs> I just I just had enough. And then um, COVID hit and I was just kind of like something has to change. And like one day it just dawned on me because I was like, people constantly approach me about my hair. They're like, what do you do to your hair? What do you put in your hair? They want to know the secret. They want to know step by step what I do. So I figured out a way that I could try to get that out there to the people right. um, on a, I guess on a, on a bigger scale um, and try to, you know, build some kind of generational wealth for me and my son. But yeah. So, <laughs> so when you, when you start your lock journey, is that like, growing a mullet like is it is it, a, is it like a decision <laughs> that takes over your life or is it just like you start growing your hair around you're like you know what i don't know what to do with it i braided it for a little bit and now the braids are getting mm-hmm. old you just say i'm lock life now how does that go no so honestly this was a uh, a long, long process so i want to say so i used to wear weaves and braids which was cool you know that was cool but i did want to lock my hair i spent years like contemplating on locking my hair and I was kind of discouraged by the people around me saying, like, you can't work in corporate jobs or you can't get a job or people are going to look at you crazy. You're going to be discriminated against. So I was kind of deterred for a long time. Mm-hmm. And at one point, um, I just I, I was pregnant. That's what it was. I was pregnant. And um, I was just like, you know, what? forget this. Like, I was just in a different headspace. I locked my hair and like I will never I don't see myself ever going back. I think that it's kind of started from like having warped beauty standards my whole life. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think when I realized who I was, it changed. Um, It all changed for me. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of deep. It's not that deep. It sounds like deep. It's not that deep, but it is deeper. It is that deep, you know? (laughs) So (laughs) It's not deep. It is is deep. Don't short the deepness. Also, not deep at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, but also very deep. So you said something at the end that I think is interesting. You said you found out who you were. So mm-hmm. I'll be remiss if I didn't ask you. Um, I mean, so if we start from childhood, like, again, okay, I have okay. warped beauty. So you're you getting deep. Oh, I didn't know it was going to go that deep. <laughs> I, I have warped warp, warp beauty standards. It's going to go fast. Warped okay. beauty standards, right? Just from my family members telling me, like, about my hair either being unmanageable, too nappy, you know, whoopee, you know, whatever. I heard it all. You know, I heard the color purple jokes, all of that. Listen. They called you sister act and you didn't have a sister? Seely, like, you know, being called Seely and everything. So it's just mm-hmm. like, I carried that notion like well into my adult years, like with my hair. So I kept it permed. I kept it pressed. I kept believing it. And like I said, I think me being pregnant, that just, it made me realize how divine I really was. Like, I realized I was divine, right? Mm. So I'm like, I need to be in my natural state. And that's kind of just, I guess, what changed. And um, I will never turn back, I guess. <laughs> I like I like divine. That's a, that's a powerful word. You was like, see, y'all hating on my, on my hoopiness. I'm, 
And really, listen, Whoopi, Whoopi is royalty. You can say what you want what about her. Whoopi, right? Whoopi got an EGOT. Like, she's only one of a few that she's high level. So I appreciate that. Absolutely. All right. So once you decide it, I'm going to make these products. I'm going to put mm-hmm. this out to the world. How did you go about formulating everything? I assume you're not like a hair scientist. So is it just I'm not a, or I'm not you- a hair scientist. So I spent some years like making home concoctions and trying to just like figure it out. Um, but then I realized real fast. Um, hold on. What happened? Okay. I realized real quick that I can't make it myself. I can't formulate it myself that I would need to hire somebody who knew about you know chemistry and everything else that goes into making this stuff because i'm like you can whip up something in your house in your kitchen but you can't you can't produce that on a mass scale so of course i had to you know get in contact with manufacturers and that's a difficult process especially right now doing right now during COVID because they're all like super busy um they're all charging like premiums on the products there's a bottle shortage people don't know about there's a plastic shortage people don't know about um but yeah so uh that's kind of how we got it started and um st- i'm still going right now and pushing through it even through all the struggles but i'm pushing through okay so what if, if someone else had this kind of vision let's say they don't have locks let's say like my hair is kind of curly whatever and so some, let's say a, a guy version. Don't look at my hair like that. I see you touching me. I, I'm not as divine as you. Is that what you're trying to say? I see you face. Hey, I, I mean, men, I mean, you got to give us our props. I mean, women are, are divine. We bring life into this world. Wait a minute. I mean, hold on. We're not going to do that. We're not going to have, a, y'all cool. have a, a, a the real moment on this podcast. We're not y'all cool. Y'all cool. Y'all provide us the seed. But, you know, we are divine. I don't, I don't, I don't like being relegated to being a farmer <laughs> and then you just gonna move on with your life listen i women are divine let's just say that there is male divinity too um we're not gonna get oh, absolutely okay cool i just want to make sure you weren't like absolutely. okay absolutely. I, I was i was catching hate vibes no i'm no. not here for that no 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 not today okay <laughs> no not at all <laughs> maybe yesterday but definitely not today <laughs> we're not doing that today. so if someone was trying to do a approximation of what you're doing, but like for different hair types, mm-hmm. what would you caution them on? Because I know a lot of people have maybe colored hair. I know colored hair is a little different than not colored yep. stuff to it. And people who shave part of their head and then have a style on one side, like, yeah, I'm, I'm not a hair guru. Oh, okay. Basic, but if someone was trying to get into this realm, what would you advise them to do? Um, I. I would advise them to figure out who their target market is, figure out, uh, you know, who exactly do you want to use these products? For me, I know that I want people with locks to use these products. However, if you are a loose natural, you can still use these products. Locks are a little bit different in the way that like our hair grows and the way that it's maintained. Now, the good thing about my products is we use natural and organic ingredients. So, honestly, it's really good for all hair types. Um, Like I said, I'm catering to people with locks, but it's good for all hair types. Um, Colored hair, color-treated hair, um, it really doesn't matter. Um, So, that was something that I I felt like was really important because I was making, like I said, products in my kitchen, trying to make them natural, trying to to do this, trying to do that, but... um, that was one thing that was really important to be non-toxic ingredients, organic, natural. Um, I didn't like the things that were on the shelves for us. Um, it just, yeah, it just wasn't, it, it didn't, it didn't do it for me, you know? I like it. So what's been that? I don't have locks. So what's the, what's the, what was the biggest issue managing locks? Like for, you found there being a, there's a void in the marketplace. Obviously. Yeah. Like you said, yep. you looked at the shelves that was made not by us, for us. And so we already know how that goes and basically right. everything that that relationship provides. So you saw there was a missing part in the marketplace. Was it washing that was the issue? Was it moisturization? What is okay. it that so was? It's every- okay. So honestly, it's everything. Uh, one of the main things I think a lot of people will like struggle with, including myself for the first few years, is... Make her video pause momentarily. We'll be right back. Stay with us for a second. All right, we got CC back. So we're going to try to pick up where we left off. If it's some little bit of a repeat, roll with it. 
technology. Okay, as you were. All right. So yeah, um, there basically were no products on the market for us. And um, so basically my products um, are more so dedicated to the maintenance of locks, not, not the styling of locks. So you go in the stores of the beauty, the beauty supplies, there are hundreds of products that say, you know, to style your locks, to twist your locks, this, this, and that. But there's nothing that's like, how do you maintain your locks, which is what I struggled with. So, you know, there's nothing as to how are locks washed. Mm. We don't know what to wash the locks with. We can't wash our hair with regular store-bought shampoo. Um, People don't know what to condition their hair with. We can't use regular conditioner that, you know, most loose naturals use. We can't use that. It causes product buildup. That's one thing that um, my uh, cleanser is going to tackle is the product buildup. That's something that I struggle with for so long. Um, And then we have the oil, which is also going to help seal in the moisture, um, which is something that people have issues with, with locks being dry. And if they color their locks, they're super dry. So, yeah. I like it. I like how you were professional and handling this adversity. <laughs> yeah. Coming back, you rose from the <laughs> I'm making this as pro-black as possible because she, uh, CeCe's in Atlanta. Uh, and that's, that's black... Gotham City, basically, right now. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, am I <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. It's like it's a metropolis that's mostly inhabited by like, Black people. So, <laughs> <For real. laughs> so I, I met you in L.A. Yeah. And then, and then you up and left, which is fine. You know, it's cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got to do what I got to do for my son, you know, for the business, you know. Listen, I hear what you're saying. I'm looking at me right now you know what I'm saying? <laughs> talking about all these higher level things i'm looking out for the lot community i'm looking out for my child for my legacy i'm like but what about your boy okay anyway <laughs> facts right i'm just we all listen i gotta be a little selfish but that's not important we'll talk about that off there anywho how do you what's been the biggest change going from la to atlanta in terms of obviously our people, but just the land to land. Like I'm from the South originally. So I know like I'm grew up in Duval, not that far from Atlanta. So yeah, don't worry about what I did. I see your face. So you didn't know that. You thought you thought you thought it was LA dude. You didn't know. Look at you. <laughs> so, I feel like I did know that. I feel like I, you told me that when we first met, but I forgot. So you told yeah. Me about, you told me about you being in Tampa and I was like, you know, I'm from Duval. You see, I, you see, I remember. Yeah. Guys don't listen, but we do listen. We just listen whenever we want. Now, <laughs> <laughs> that's a original question. LA to Atlanta, what's been the biggest like shock or change that you've experienced? Mm, the biggest change, honestly, is the people. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel more welcomed and I feel more at home here. Um, I have family and friends here and I seem to have good problems. Like from the second that I touched down, I had good problems. So like, I had cousins and I had friends that were like, no, you can stay at my house. They're like, no, you can stay at my house. Like, they're letting me drive their car. They're like, you can drive my car. I'm just like, I don't have these type of problems in LA. Like, good problems. Like, the type of problems I have in LA are like some deep, it's like some deep stuff, you know? So I think that just having that support, I didn't have that in LA. You know, LA was kind of just like a spur of the moment, finding myself thing. Um, I just didn't have that that support that I have here. Mm Okay. Listen, Atlanta's mad supportive. Uh, we joked off air, but it is what it is. I always feel very <laughs> welcome in Atlanta, but not by the people I want to be welcomed by. Like, <laughs> I just, I'd be catching attention that I'm not here looking for. I'm here wearing sweats and being all bummy, and I'd be, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be getting catcalled. It's, yeah, you can't wear sweats to Atlanta. When you come off the plane, you need to like wear like some loose fitted bootcut jeans. Well, I need to, <laughs> But I should, I should be wearing a suit. What should I get? Got the time looking like Steve Harvey. <laughs> what? What do I say? <laughs> Listen, no, I you know, you know the deal with the sweats. Come on now. But it's not even like those sweats. It's like gym sweats. They're not gray sweats and Nike slides. I know hey. what that means. <laughs> we all know what that means. It's like come over here. 
Oh, so you just got a wife beater, Nike slides. <laughs> <and> some- <laughs> you didn't come over here to fix the plumbing. We know what the game is. No, I wear like a regular gym shirt, black sweats, little taper, whatever. I'm not bragging. And like, you know, some regular shoes. And it's just be like, mm. <laughs> when you come back, I'm like, hey, fam. <laughs> I, didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for this. <laughs> I didn't ask for any of this. I'm trying to get to where I'm trying to get to. I'm usually, because I, I always stop in Atlanta to get to a second stop. I never yeah. like stay. So I'm like, hey, man, can you just speed this along so I can get my carry on and we can just. <laughs> Wait, so you so you so you've never like been in Atlanta outside of the airport. I've been in Atlanta when I was younger before. Oh. I, I did. I didn't get catcalled at 13. When I was yeah. younger, I would go to like uh, Six Flags and like areas around Atlanta and that kind of stuff. But as an adult, I only fly in and get out of Atlanta. Oh. <laughs> I, have, I, have Atlanta, so I don't have any reason to be there but when i am there a rough one, let me tell you like i'd be i'd be in there looking like a girl who's just too big for it i got big shades on i got a scarf <laughs> like like cam newton pulled down like, not today not today <laughs> yes i see cassie camera phones come out please guys no pictures not today not today i'm just my beard's all over the place i just don't need what I'm getting right now. I appreciate it. Well, thank you for my ego boost. You can, you can move on. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. It's not. <laughs> it's funny as an it outside is. viewer. Like, if you were watching me go through that, it would be hilarious. Just like, if, just like if I was watching you in the club getting picked up on, you know. Nah, come on. <laughs> Don't me. Come on. I just confided in you. That's you not experience. It is kind of the same in terms of it being funny to me. <laughs> if I if I saw a girl who we we both know raps just based on her attire, um, walking up on you and just being like, "Yo, man, I, I'm about to spit up a freestyle for you," and you're like, "I didn't ask for any waistline," <laughs> <laughs> and she just starts dropping a bar for you. <laughs> it's like you know, I came over here to holla at you. You're like, "Nah, hold up, give me that, please." <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't. I, did I give off the wrong vibes? I got. <laughs> I feel like when I first met you, like I feel like I was giving you like so much material. Like yeah, I was like, I had to watch what I said around you because I'm like, you're gonna but use that, aren't you? <laughs> no, you don't have to listen. Just lean into it. Why would you? Why would you cover yourself? It's like here. I'm here for the free flowing open communication. I didn't govern myself at all around you. I said what I said. And if you use it and your future commercials or ads, like I met this one dude in LA, I wouldn't be like, I should have never told her that. I'm just going to laugh at the content. I want you to be open. Say what you say. If it's funny, I'm going to use it. (laughs) (laughs) I see what it is. Like the only thing I remember is like, not, not like comically, but like you mentioned like Tampa and I hate Tampa. Everybody knows this. I've been very, (laughs) <laughs> they know it and I know it so I don't even mess with them I go to Tampa to get on a cruise ship and I leave and I get back and I get the hell out of Tampa Not yeah what's the wait what was the hate about Tampa though I don't remember <sighs> Man, we, can, we can get back in this bag too. this just stress um, you out <laughs> yeah so first and foremost I went to UCF yep so I'm an Orlando guy whatever and USF our rival is in Tampa so that's that's the first thing. And yeah. during football games, they are the just dirtiest. Oh my bro, I don't I don't mess with them. The city itself feels like Bourbon Street, but like the city. It just it felt dirty. I'm like, look at all these bars and strip clubs. These guys are that's true. That's true. They're everywhere. And then obviously, like, I'm there to do cruises. But, you know, cruises invite the worst of people. Like, uh-huh. like we don't send our best and brightest on cruises. There's people with their <laughs> mouth open wearing, f- like, f- like, flamingo and pineapple strips. <laughs> is this where the boat is? And it's obviously a dock. <laughs> Look at There's 12 boats here. Hey, are, are we in the right place? What's going on here? Like, it's just. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> No, that's fine. So I feel that. But let me just say, I am not from Tampa, 
I lived in Tampa for like four years. I'm from St. Louis, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You see, I remember all this. Yeah, give yeah. Me- let me get that out there. Yeah, I'm not defending Tampa at all, but I'm shocked to hear you like have such a disdain for it. That's <laughs> real. I've lived in Florida most of my whole life, and I live all around the state, like Duval, uh, Gainesville, Orlando, Miami. I've been around. Yeah. <laughs> 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 brains out the worst in me. <laughs> it's like. Oh man, I see. Let's change the subject because I feel like I hit a I hit a nerve. Let's not no, do that. But here's the thing: it's funny because the whole point of this little like diatribe we're on now is that you were like, "I gotta watch what I say," but I don't remember that being like a bad part. I remember actually having a very good yeah. time. We so- did. No, we had a great time. I, I, I say that more so in a joking way. Like okay. I'm like, cause I, like everything I said, like you were like, yeah, like. <laughs> Mental no. <laughs> it, it, it comes in the in the, the factory up there. I'm just like, let me do a joke. Yeah. I'm always looking to call something back. I'm like, I'm that's the comic in me, but you're laughing. Yeah, that's true. You're laughing, which that's is true. good because I want you to smile. I want you to have a good time. And I want you to see the divinity of a man. Ooh, Ooh. let's get on that. Let's get on that then. <laughs> listen, listen. We we're here for it now. Especially during this time. Like there's society maybe at large we can say it maybe that big they i think they want to suppress what i am and what you are yep that's just that's kind of what the country was built on yeah generally the, the society that we kind of coexist in that's just not what they put they don't place value on what that is they place value on what what we produce right, right? so they love like what you're doing Oh, we got a black entrepreneur out here living like they they'll big that up and yep. then not support the business though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're, they're I wanna, doing that now. Mm-hmm. So I want to be seen as someone shouting you out, not support it. I want to talk about how we, we're not afraid of black men and then perpetrate things that say the opposite, right? So like you said, you found out who you were. Mm-hmm. I think I can't speak for all black men. I can barely speak for myself. <laughs> outside of tampa i got nothing else no <laughs> I, got well, no, I feel no i feel that because like i'm raising a black man you know what i'm saying so like i definitely i would never take anything away from black men i love black men um, y'all are the shit even when y'all get on my nerves y'all are the shit them, um, they need to yeah. stop all the dope <laughs> All they stop. Don't you love you pull me to that abyss with those those dudes? You gotta come too. You gotta come too. But can I can I, can I be on the outside of the hole looking down like y'all good down there? <laughs> oh, she, she threw y'all down the hole, didn't she? Dang, that's messed up. Well, uh, I'm on the outside. <laughs> no, there's a like you said about figuring out who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm part of what this podcast is, and part of what my experience is is to help people find out what that is. And I don't know mm. if there's a lot of good devices in place to allow that to happen. Like growing up, I grew up in the church and everything was just bring it to God. But that mm-hmm. seems abstract to a young person. Yeah. It's not like something tangible that we can kind of latch on to. Oh, you yeah. got issues? Bring it to God, whatever. Yeah. You know, that's why I got I have brothers. I have like my dad's in my life. I'm not one of the, I guess, a, a, a stat where it's like, I don't know where I came from. I know all my people. But that seems insufficient early on. Yeah. I think later in life, like I can talk to my dad now about something real because we're both adults. When I was 12, I, maybe I didn't feel like that was it. And part of it is a self-discovery process because society will tell you what they think you are. And you, people around you will tell you what they think you should be. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that that gels with what your core is. I grew up a nerd. And so... Yeah, I grew up a nerd in the hood, so it was never. Yeah, I was, I was a kid that had the 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 chemistry book with glasses on, like, hey guys, and they're like, look at this, <laughs> look at this guy, and <laughs> yeah, chemistry. Was, I was good at chemistry. I was like, hey, yeah, let me show you this balanced equation I did earlier in school today. So, take <laughs> chlorine and you mix it with. Look, you're not paying attention. I was like, look at this nerd right here, man. If you don't take these glasses off. <laughs> right. They didn't want to hear it. I know. I know what you mean. They just, here's the thing. They didn't want to hear it. 
but they were, I think at a certain point early on, they made, they wrote on me, right? It was yep. like, ah, man, look at you doing homework. That's for squares. I'm like, yeah, I don't think that's, that's not what it is. <laughs> but that's what the perception was. Are you doing your homework? You're a square. Are you, you know, doing yard work and not playing in the streets? Like it was always like that kind of thing. At a certain point though, I think you can't mess with the truth. And yep. I think real recognize real. And I think at a certain point, people were like, all right, he's trying to better himself. So yeah. let's not get in the way of that. They didn't necessarily like push it forward. Like, hey, let's help him. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Let's just not hurt him. They respected but it. They respected it. So when they did stuff that I shouldn't have been a part of, like, yo, man, we finna go jump the fence and do something. Steal some mangoes or whatever it was. Right. I'm right. like, hey, where y'all going? Oh, don't worry about it, Chris. And I'm like, man, y'all never invite me nowhere. And at the time, I felt like I was being ostracized. But they were actually protecting me. They're like, they're protecting you, yeah. They're protecting me. We can't bring you along because we might get caught. And if you get caught, you get in trouble. We don't want you to get in trouble. You trying to go to college and stuff. Like, we got done like in ninth, tenth grade. We kind of gave it up. So that was their way of supporting by not hurting, which actually I think is good. I mean, yeah, that's what they had to give. That's what they had to give you. So what they had to give was not being around them as much. Exactly. <laughs> no, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. But you know, um, since we were talking about um, you were saying earlier, like a, about not suppressing who you were and stuff like that, um, I felt like that was me for a long time. I was suppressing who I was, and um, I feel like they or the powers that be or whoever the man whatever you want to call it they they kind of they've used our hair as a tool of oppression mm. and i kind of just feel like now we're taking it back like we're i'm reclaiming that like you know forget what you're talking about like i'm gonna wear my locks like i don't like i don't want to be in your corporate world i don't i don't want to do what you do it's cool so i'm gonna do what i do with my hair so uh that's another thing that I'm kind of, that's a mission that I'm on to like empower people to like live their life through hair, you know? And it's, it's, a, it's an art form. You sound like a hair martyr right now. Like you're like, <laughs> you go out here down on the, die for the cause, but I'm going to look divine doing it. You know? I'm going to look divine doing it because you know what? You know what, Chris? Let me tell you something. All right. Uh, when you look good, mm-hmm. you do good. I mean, you feel good. When you look good, you feel good, right? When you feel good, you do good. And when you do good, you become empowered. Mm. So, you know, that's kind of like how I I feel about it. So it may not seem like so deep to other people. It kind of is. It's it's that deep. You know what I'm saying? You established the depth early when you said it's kind of deep, but not deep. (laughs) Like real deep. I was like, man, that statement was deep. So (laughs) so I know it's deep because it's deep because even you trying to make it like palatable to like explain it mm-hmm. was still deep. It's yeah. like, I don't want to get as deep as it is deep, but just know that deep is deep. And, <laughs> and did you use deep twice in that sentence? Yeah. I mean, I like, I can get even deeper, but I just, you know, I'm just like, all right, I feel like this is deep enough for most people, you know, <laughs> it's like, this is deep for the intro. So, yeah, it might be a little too deep for the intro. I feel like hey, people got to you know, get you gotta go in the middle somewhere. Part. I mean, you know, we can do a four part series. It's like, all right, y'all, part three. Now I'm going to get deep for real, for real. But just you're <laughs> going in. You know what I'm saying? No, for real. Because when you start reading certain things, like the autobiography of Malcolm X, um, the religious instruction of Negroes, books like that, like that's when it starts to be like, okay, it is a little bit deeper. That's what, than that's what, what it seems. That's when you start saying sideways stuff at the post office. Can I help you, sir? No, you cannot. I can help myself because my people will like, okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm doing, a, I'm doing a lot. Yes, you can help me. I need two stamps. I'm sorry. That's bad. Facts. Okay. I just like, I just I felt my forefathers come over me for a second. <laughs> Almost shoved the postal worker. <laughs> Facts. No, you know what? I felt like that was me a lot in LA. And I'm like, I don't want to be that person out here. Like, I felt like I was... That was me. I'm just like, you know what? No, I don't want my son to be a token. Like, I was reading something about that. Even in Malcolm X's book, he was talking about, like, how he was the token Black guy. My son was the only Black kid. Like, and I was just like, 
I really feel like my son needs to be around people that look like him, mm. you know? And L.A. was just, we lived in the Valley. So, you know, there's just not a lot of Black people out in the Valley. And if they are, I didn't know where they were. Yeah, um, they got a secret meeting. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where they were. I heard yeah. what you're saying. Like, it's definitely, um, the tokenism thing is a real thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Especially your kid is, what is he, five? How old is he? He's five now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm cold with this. Like, I, I'm three for three right now. You ain't gave me crazy props <laughs> yet. So it's cool. Like, you're good. Here. No, you're good. You're I'm good. like, Steph, like, give me that. <laughs> Let me take a couple steps back, pull another one for 40. No, um, you're good. You're good. I remember. <laughs> um, but growing up, there are a lot of times when I was like, the only black kid in something. Mm. And I remember something would happen with like maybe on TV or whatever involving someone black. And then people will look to me to gauge how they should react to what that was. Yes. Like, yeah. Chris okay with this? Oh, he laughs. Yeah. I, think he laugh. oh, cool. yes. I wanted to laugh. But I didn't want to offend Chris. And at a certain yeah. point I had to start telling people, I'm not the arbiter of what's black. We're not a monolith. I can't speak for everybody. Yeah. I speak for myself. I think for myself, I'm nuanced in a lot of opinions you want to know how I feel, ask me. That's cool. But don't ask me to speak for the masses. That's yep. not a lot of power has been bestowed upon me. But what I can yeah. do is try to speak to the masses with my platform, with my voice. And that's, yeah. what, that's what I try to do. And the- you see, you have fun. That's the ah. good <laughs> You always know when you drop dropping something. I was like... <laughs> Like if I if I had if I had my drink in my hand, I would have been like <laughs> you say something cool and turn away. Like like I'm gonna say I'm talking to you in a bar and you're like, like I'm tired of all these men. It's like, yeah, me too. Uh that's why I left them all behind. <laughs> <laughs> he over here dropping bar bars, like Hey <laughs> dropping bars, Jim. That's such oh a I was like, I feel bad because women, you guys don't get the privilege to do that. Like, because women courting and guys courting is different. Like, you mm-hmm. don't really have to like, for them generally, there may be an exception every now and again. You don't generally have to court. You have to, it's like tennis. You have to like return to serve. Like the guy is serving, you have to like knock it back. And then we go, right. we, do the, we do the volleys and, you know, whatever. But initially, it's not, that pressure is not on you. So you don't have to like impress usually up front and so you don't know what it's like to walk into like if i see you out and about i don't know how many guys came up to you before i got there and you be like no thank you having a rough day at the office no thank you sir i appreciate the drink i'm actually not drinking tonight i don't know you could have done that for an hour straight and i come walking in like yo look at that look at that lock queen over there i'm gonna go talk to her so i start (laughs) making i'm making my way over to you i'm like hey nice to meet you and you just like i'm not here for it Mm-hmm. Already been shutting dudes down all day. <laughs> to get past that like moat that you put between me and you by just dropping a little line that like resonates, you're like, all right, maybe he's different. And yeah. Open and you like to say you like extend a bridge over that moat, and I get to walk into the castle like, oh my god, <laughs> is that marble? <laughs> like, look, are those marble countertops? <laughs> like. You won't know the pleasure of dropping that. that lands. And it's, it feels good <laughs> to your soul and to theirs. It's just a really? it's a. <laughs> I, I wish I could explain it better than that, but it's like, it almost feels like making a game one a shot and everybody who doubted you watched you make it. Ooh. Because <laughs> maybe y'all don't see this. When a guy is trying to talk to a girl like in a bar or a club or something like that, other dudes are watching to mm-hmm. see how the interaction goes. Like, oh, man, this guy making a move. Right, like, right. Like, guys are always watching other guys to see, like, nah, I mean, he got cool hair, but he ain't that cool. He ain't that good looking. Nah, <laughs> she's like, we saying this, like, on a look to ourselves. Like, he can't pull that girl. And I walk over to you, like, hey, nice to meet you. He's like, look at him. Uh, like, uh, he probably finna buy her a drink. And then I don't. <laughs> you're like, oh, he's, still, he's, he's still over there. And they're watching the whole thing go down. So, if... I start talking to you and you're kind of like, mm. and then two minutes later, you turn, you're laughing, and you do a little, <laughs> you so right. laugh. Yo, she, oh man, she, 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 she touched his shoulder, son. Oh, man. <laughs> you might be in here right now. 
And then I say, can I take a seat? And you're like, yeah, take a seat. And I just kind of sit next to you. They're just like, all right, fam, you got it. You got it. It's like all those potential hyenas who are on a periphery just hating, waiting for you to fail. And they just be like, all right, you got it. Yeah. Is it always like that, though? Yeah, basically. Unless it's your homies, where it's the exact opposite, where it's, yo, man, you see that lock queen over there? Man, go talk to her. Nah, man, I watched her shut down seven dudes already. I'm not going to be number eight. Dog, you got this, man. You're charming. You might, like, whatever, whatever. You got it. And your boys big you up. You're like, all right, I'm going to talk to her. You That's go a over real there. <laughs> Yeah, you go over there and you're like, come on, just, <laughs> I need, I need a win tonight. You know what I'm saying? And you walk over there and your boys is like, come on, come on. And he, we, I'm a comic, so I don't have like an opening joke, like a, a singular one. I just kind of, whatever comes out, usually it's okay. Sometimes it's not. It was a rough. <laughs> hey, it's crazy weather we're having. What? I'm just gonna leave. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't realize I was wrong. <laughs> I just walk off. Sorry about that. But generally, <laughs> most guys have some kind of line. They use like, "Hey, I love your hair." That may be a pickup line for you. I'm sure you've heard that a hundred times. Yeah, yeah. You'd be like, "Thank you for the ninth time," and then <laughs> where does he go from there? But if you say Oh, thank you. And he can say, you know, I've always like wondered, like, how do you, like, how do you keep it moisturized? I know you can't wash it traditionally. And you may be like, oh, he's taking interest in my hair. And now you're talking. Mm-hmm. And once you start talking, he may throw a joke in there. It's like, well, listen, I'm, I try to pull that look off of it. My forehead's too big. And you're like, ah, you're funny. And now you're giggling. His boys are like, yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> like, yo, two ginger ales. I don't drink actually. And I don't want to make you more intoxicated if you've been drinking. You're like, oh, I love ginger ale. Now. Mm-hmm. Now we now yeah. we here now we now you're talking. That's yeah. fact. That's fact though. I know. So does it always work though for you? Nothing, nothing always works. Mm. <laughs> nothing. Mm. Always works. What's your percentage? What's your ratio? What we got? <laughs> I rather not say. It's not <laughs> no. Here's the thing. I have failed exponentially more times than I've succeeded. Yeah. But. Even when I fail, I usually get a laugh. And there's yeah. a win in that. Definitely. Absolutely. I'll, take, I'll take a laugh. Because again, if I can make you laugh, I feel like I can, I can go from there. At least have a good conversation. And yeah. if I can evoke some kind of emotion out of you, whether it's like confusion or like euphoria, laughing, whatever, then I feel like we got something. It's when I go and I throw like my game or whatever. And it's just like, <laughs> dodging it dodging it and it's not landing and i just don't if i get no no reaction is way worse than being rejected so if i'm right. trying and you're not laughing but you're also not like outwardly saying go away you're just kind of like a wall <laughs> I don't <wanna> do that. <laughs> it's like, right i'm like do i do i have any more like do i have any more bullets left like i think i shot all my guns it's like oh. I think I'm just walk away what generally happens is as a kid i failed Nine out of ten times. Right. I'm saying kid, meaning up until like 2021. 20, okay. Like it was a whole lot of failing. But mm-hmm. that was the those are the, the bumps you take. It was me trying to find because I a few times I was trying to be somebody who was cooler than me. So I was inauthentic. And I think yep. that's why I didn't resonate. Like, you're not that dude. Like I try to be right. all truth, but really I do care. It's like <laughs> call me if you want. <laughs> but ah! call me. <laughs> they also call me <laughs> but if you want right. but here's my number again in case you lost it the first time right <laughs> early on there was a lot of that and then it was like let me just lean super hard into the nerd stuff but i'm like but i'm only a nerd like sometimes that's not really my identity and you just like you discovering who you are to figure out like i'm a, like an amalgamation of a lot of stuff and yeah. which is good because that gives you more ways to kind of approach a situation but it took 13 to 21, 22 of failure to get to 22 to now. Why mm-hmm. if you don't, I, I don't feel, feel like if I saw you, like you're beautiful, brown, you know, sun-kissed, whatever. <laughs> it's, insert adjective, right? <laughs> like I wouldn't feel like, oh man, I can't talk to that girl. I may feel like, all right, let me try to be a little extra funny because, you know, she looks like she's a little more higher quality. But I don't feel like there's a lack of confidence that I can't talk to you. Yeah. But there was early on because I was failing a lot. Well, when you go yeah. one of now, you go one of ten from the field, you can't feel confident. 
Right. You can be in the game at that point. You're missing a lot of shots. Like you take, you've taken too many shots. So yeah. I don't know what the percentage is now. Maybe that's, that's a hard question to answer, but you like, you talk to me randomly. Like, so like, maybe I can, let's, let's flip the question. When we first met, I didn't know I was going to meet you. You didn't know you're going to meet me. So it was kind of a, oh yeah, I'm the friend of her and you're the friend of him. And here mm-hmm. we are. So like, yeah. how would you feel? Oh, this is going to be a weird question. This can go sideways. <laughs> Okay. Let's go real bad. How did you feel in that little whatever from meeting me? Because I know initially it was like, mm, and then we just, I'm just going, I'm actually going to mute myself and let you go. No, initially it wasn't like, mm, I think, honestly, I had a good time that night. Um, I think it was more so just like, Honestly, I don't meet a whole lot of black men in LA. So it was kind of more so for me, like, hold on, wait a minute. We got got two black men here. Like, it was cool. Like, you know, it was a vibe. Like, I didn't feel any type of way. My mindset was just kind of like, have a good time tonight. Like, you seem super cool. Like, you both seem cool. Like, I had a good time. So I didn't, I didn't, I wouldn't say it was like, "Mm," at first or anything. Like, I was cool, like, the whole time. All right. I just want to make sure people heard that and then hear me input and like say something nice about me so they can. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to chime in. I wanted you to have it. Actually, I enjoyed it as well, which is why I, like, I remember all this stuff about you in that moment because it was distinctive. Like you, you, you stood out to me. And, you know, guys do remember stuff. We just don't remember things that we don't deem important. <laughs> like, y'all give us a lot of information and it's hard to sift through it. It's like, you ever see like a like a gold rusher person? Like they put all the stuff and they have to like sift through it and like they got right. Like We're looking for gold nuggets and y'all give us a bunch of dirt. And you're like, how come you don't care about all the dirt? It's like because it's dirt. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, that's I true. I want that's true. So when you said St. Louis, I'm like, I remember that. When you said Tampa, I remember that. He said, I have a son. He was four, I think, when we spoke, and now he's five. So I was like, I remember those nuggets. But right. I don't remember, I don't know, like your ex's name. <laughs> yeah i don't like that. i don't care for that i don't care who that dude is like that right who man do I. i'm sure i didn't mention it <laughs> you, you brought him i think you brought him up but i don't remember what his name was i but don't remember his name I, I brought his name up i think you did oh man but i remember my brain being like not important yep that it wasn't like it, it went straight to the recycling bin <laughs> it was like <laughs> i feel that i feel that <laughs> Typical man fashion, I believe that. I don't, this is a general rule because everyone listening to this pod. We generally don't want to hear about X Men. Absolutely. Generally. Like, you can be like, he was a monster. You're like, word. All right, so enough about that dude. (laughs) Let's move on. I'm not here to talk. I believe you. I don't care about, unless that dude is like involved, like he's in your life and I have to see him at some point, we may have to have a conversation. I don't care. Like, I don't, like, we don't, because, like, either it made you better or it made you worse. Like, I'm meeting you as you right. are. So, dwelling on what that situation was, that doesn't move us. Like, it's just, like, just like I was, like, I, would feel, I don't even bring up exes when I talk to women. I don't, mm-hmm. like, what am I going to say to you? Yeah, man, you cook well, but my ex cooked better. Like, what am I going to say <laughs> in the conversation? Other than, like, um... I don't know if I happen to be like in the city where my ex is in or something, maybe that's important to tell you. But aside mm-hmm. from that, I don't know, like, why would I bring up rehash all that stuff? I'm not right. here to rehash the past. The past shapes what you are. It shapes your perceptions and all that good stuff. So that's important. But mm-hmm. the details of, yeah, he just made me feel so bad for so many years. I'm just. <laughs> don't care. <laughs> are, we, are we getting sushi or are we. Right, right, right. <laughs> I asked you on a date and you brought up your ex never took you out and now we're on that topic. <laughs> but that's but see, but that's why we need men. We need that masculine energy because sometimes we take it there, but we need that balance, you know what I'm saying, to stay on tracks because as much as I like women we do, we're kind of we're of course we're more emotional. We think that way, but y'all are more logical. So of course it's like this has nothing to do with anything with it. So my favorite words are, you done? Yeah. 
I was I was shut down a bunch of jibba jab. Hey, you done with all that? <laughs> Can we go? And okay. I need that. We oh, I feel like I need that. I can't speak for everybody else, but I I know me. Sometimes I will take it there. I need that for sure. <laughs> but it, it feels good when you're going there, right? Because you get in your bag a little bit, and you start unpacking, and you start throwing mm-hmm. clothes on the floor, and you're like, "What's up with all this mess? What's going on?" <laughs> put it back in this. Put it back in that box. And get it out. <laughs> it just. And I'm saying I'm saying this because a lot of guys aren't. And I'm not gonna say not manly enough, but they just they won't be dishonest to say. Hey man, we don't we don't really care because we want to on the front end. We want to we want to not. We're almost applying for a job, low key, right? Yeah. Like because again, you're the woman in this situation. So you have applicants. You have guys coming at you. So you have all these applications. Like, oh, he's six foot four, but he has a four twenty credit score. Okay, cool. He's five four, but he owns his house. Okay, and you're like putting mm-hmm. files. Like, we'll call later. Consider <laughs> definitely no. And so <laughs> it's like, definitely no. It's like, yeah, I still stay with my mom, but like, really, she stayed with me. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm going to put that in the shredder. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> thanks for coming. We'll, we'll be in contact. Um, <laughs> so like, we're doing all that. And what we don't want to do is have a bad interview. Because if we're talking, that means you at least saw the application. So we're using this metaphor and pushing it forward. I don't want to, while I'm engaging with you, be like dismissive of your past if that means more to you than I realized in that moment. But practically, mm-hmm. I actually don't care. So if you're like, oh, yeah, it's yeah. my past. I'm like, all right, tell me more about it. That's more like, I want to stay in the running. But just so you know, once I know I'm in the lead, you can shut all that down. <laughs> shut it down. I feel that. I, no, honestly, I feel that. Trust me. I think women, I think we know, though, like when we're kind of going too deep into it. And we know y'all don't want to hear about it. We know that <laughs> it's not a secret, but we're still gonna we're still gonna talk to you about it anyway. <laughs> this is this is my favorite like girl way to start a conversation. I know you don't care, but <laughs> and they don't care about what I'm about to say. However, here you go. <laughs> I'm gonna give it to you in double doses. <laughs> like, so I know I, I know you don't want me to talk about work. This bitch at work. Let me say. <laughs> and we just sitting there like, I don't know why she just won't, why she just won't be better. <laughs> why you keep doing this up? Now I got to pretend like I care about Daisy from accounting. Like, she's not a good person. I've heard nine stories about her. We, we're good. That's just the I can tell you said that a handful of times because that, that that hit you in a good healthy place. He was like, yeah, it I, did. I just said that. <laughs> I said that story though. Have I a, still got it out there. I still got it out there. It's didn't just about putting it out there. there. I tell the stories like I'm just going to tell it, and hopefully, you care more than you thought you would. <laughs> one my favorite, like one of my favorite bits, is by uh, Patrice O'Neill, who's my favorite comic. And he says like his girl tries to tell him stories, and he's like, I make her tell the end of the story first. Before I hear it, he's like, all right, somebody got shot. And he's like, all right, tell the, tell the, tell the rest of the story. <laughs> now I know what ends with a shooting. You can back up. I, okay. If you tell me I like this, that. If you tell me the story ends when you get margaritas with your girl, I'm not here for it. <laughs> I was so sad. I went and got margaritas. The end. I'm like, <laughs> could have done without that story. I that. That's good. I like that method. That's dope. Patrice is a genius, man. That's why he's that's why he's my favorite. Unfortunately, he passed because he didn't take care of himself, mm-hmm. which is a big thing in our community. And yeah. um, you know, that was a turn in this conversation to something a little bit more serious, but that is what it is. And we're actually turning towards the end of the show. So I know you're in the process of launching everything. Yes. Inside this, this, and that. Where can people follow? The journey and where can people support um well um they can go to our website kaielements.com it's going to be launching um the full website will be launching on the 11th um they can just put in their email and stay updated i'm going to be sending out sorry i'll start sending out emails this week um to keep people updated they can go to kai.elements 
um, on Instagram, Kai.Elements. On TikTok, we haven't made anything yet, but we will be soon. And then Facebook. <laughs> I always Kai. like, lock, 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 lock. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, Facebook. I'm starting to get a little bit of traction on Facebook. So Facebook is Kai Elements Co. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't, so. I'm, look, I'm looking forward to this TikTok joint. I don't, um, I'm low key scared of TikTok. I just feel like it's a trap. Me too. Me too. But let me tell you something. There is a lot of uh, community on TikTok and there's also a lot of uh, money for small businesses and black owned businesses on TikTok. I didn't believe so until I was shown some numbers and some things. And I was like, I need to get on TikTok. So (laughs) I'm afraid though. All right. Are you going to be on TikTok doing kid dances with locks? Is that what we should? No, no, I'm not going to be doing kid dances. I'm honestly just going to be doing like tutorials and showing like, you know, how to achieve certain looks and, you know, how to use our products. So. Okay. So you're not going to take it to the the lowest denominator. No. Okay. Because that's when I I hear TikTok, my brain immediately goes to, whatever the the latest rap song is yeah mm-hmm. second dance video <laughs> uh, fortunately our hashtag like the locks hashtag the net community is a little bit different you're not seeing you see a little bit of that but you see a lot of useful good stuff on there so okay just want to make this I'm, I'm looking out yeah trust me trust me I feel I, I I felt the same way about TikTok, but I, I'm starting to feel a little bit different about it now. So okay, so you, you got you got the business side going. All right. Yeah. Well, look. Do you have anything you want to leave us with? Because you've been, we went on a lot of topics. Some that we did not discuss pre-show. As I told you, we we flow, and the flow is always organic. But if there's something you want to get out that we didn't get to touch on that you think is important, or some parting words to the millions, and millions of the people. Honestly. Honestly, (laughs) lately, my main thing is not waiting on other people to co-sign your vision. That's like something I'm really living by right now. Just do it. You have to start somewhere. You can't wait on other people to say, hey, you think this looks good? Hey, you think I should do this? Just do it. Um, You know, your community will come. Your people will come. Mm-hmm. Um, just get out there and start. And 2020 is not over. So stop saying 2020 is a loss because it, it is not a loss. You still have a lot of work to do. We still got a couple months. So a few months, honestly. Yeah. Um, 2020 is not over. Let's get it. I couldn't say it better myself. I was going to try to ask something funny, but <laughs> it just didn't come to me. Like what she said, it's, it's, it's not over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I was thinking like a, like some kind of P. Diddy reference. <laughs> you said it's not over. It's like, we ain't going nowhere. That's where my brain was going, but I was like, can I make that cool? And I was like, you didn't. Make <laughs> so I'm just going <laughs> to let that go. Anyway, guys, thank you for tuning in once again to Unofficial Therapy Podcast. CC, you were amazing. Thank you for coming through and for fighting through the tech difficulties. That's how 2020 tried to get us. That's they how it's rolling. Try to get you out here. Try to like kill your vision. I was like, nah, we here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I had a good time. This was amazing. Thank you. No, you know, I do. I do. I don't, yeah, I don't want to brag, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Take care. <laughs>